be the greatest provider of electrical power in the world. Better than Edison. If Mr. Edison succeeds, he will set us back so far we may never recover. Welcome to another edition of Plugged In, the Con Edison podcast about everything related to energy. I'm your host, Philip O'Brien. What you just heard is not a secret recording from the deep state or dark internet. It's some clips from a new movie, The Current War, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Michael Shannon, and Tom Holland. That's our topic for conversation today. First, a shout out to the producers of The Current War for allowing us to use clips from the movie. Hollywood describes The Current War as three inventors, two electricities, one epic story. It takes place in the late 1800s. The three inventors are Thomas Edison, George Westinghouse, and Nikolai Tesla. The two electricities involve the war Edison waged with Westinghouse and his partner Tesla over which new electric current, alternating current, or AC, or direct current, DC, would become the standard and thus power the nation. Literally, the winner would light up the world. Today, the impossible becomes possible. Historically, it's one of the first great corporate feuds. Think Mac versus PC, or Napster versus record labels. As to the current war being one epic story, well, we'll leave that to individual critics. But what we want to do is explore the fascinating lives of the three lead characters, their contributions to science, American business, and the ways they change the world. Joining us are two of Con Edison's engineers, Jane Shin, Department Manager of Distribution Engineering, and Matt Koenig, Project Manager of Transmission Planning. Thanks to both of you for coming on today. Welcome. So explain first this, the, 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 the war here is between AC and DC current, which a lot of us take for granted today. It's just a phrase that goes by. What was the big deal back then? Today we know that AC current comes out of our electrical outlets and we don't think twice about it. On the other hand, we do use DC current for a lot of, of our uh, electronics, as well as battery power, which is uh, easily used for a variety of functions as well. The nice thing today is that we can easily convert AC to DC and back again, and we do, depending on the need. In a word, for simply for the, for the lay people that I am a member of, <laughs> what is the difference? Thank you, Phil, for having us. I'd like to uh, share a little bit uh, about the difference between the AC and the DC system. So DC, as it says, direct current, it's pretty straightforward. You've got uh, the power flowing in one direction the entire time, right? Electrons going in one direction the entire time. Versus AC, alternating current, really it's going back and forth. And so uh, inherently different systems, they cannot necessarily um, operate together without uh, boundaries in between them. And so today, as Matt mentioned, we have equipment that allows those boundaries and to be crossed. And so you can convert AC to DC without uh, problem. Back then, it was actually not so easy, and therefore you would need to really pick one system or another uh, and connect your equipment accordingly, uh, the right equipment accordingly. So in the movie, it shows Edison keeps uh, gathering more and more cities to his system, and Westinghouse wants to add the same to his, and that's why they could not exist together. At the time, it wasn't that easy to do so. 
Uh, Edison started with the light bulb, which was the, the customer, and he worked his way backwards to develop the entire system. At the time, it was much easier to build a DC generator than it was for AC. DC electricity was a lot like water running in a pipe or natural gas. So all the functions were the same. Uh, all he had to do was generate the electricity and run it through a wire, which is the same as running water through a pipe to get to the lights. AC is much more difficult to understand. It's a wave of power that alternates 60 times a second. And if you think about it, if half the time it's going in one direction and half the time it's going in the other, it's not doing anything. So how do you get work out of that functioning wave? And that was the genius of Tesla, who was able to figure out a way to develop a motor that ran on a vibrating electric wave. One way to think about AC electricity has to do with the way a car engine works. If you look at the pistons that power an engine, they're constantly moving up and down or constantly vibrating back and forth. That's very similar to the way electricity works. That piston movement gets translated by a, a crankshaft into rotary motion, mm -hmm. which moves the car forward. In electricity, that up and down motion is translated by a motor into rotary motion, which does the work that you need. So as Matt mentioned, one of the advantages of the AC system is that it translates that back and forth motion into that power. And in addition, you can get more power uh, through the AC system uh, by increasing the voltage. And, and a lot of people compare that to pressure, right? So if you have a low pressure pipe versus a high pressure pipe, you're really transmitting more energy on that high pressure pipe. DC, once you generate that, that dish direct current, you can't change that voltage, it's fixed. You can't change it, it's the nature of the, uh, the product. However, on an AC circuit, you can actually introduce what's called a transformer. We use them all our system today extensively. And those are used to step up the voltage. And even better, that same transformer can be used to step down that voltage to a useful level so that you're not uh, providing that high voltage to that end customer. Um, but I want to get into the characters here. Edison, in the movie, is comes across as egocentric, wary, easily angered by anything from waste to failure by his uh, laboratory assistants to competition. What a roaring silence from the brightest minds of America. He's using Hiram's design. Which Hiram stole from me! Sue him. We already did. The court upheld his patent. I'm talking about Westinghouse. Find an angle. Take a trip to Barrington and see for yourself. You don't even slightly irk that 15 years of work is being filched from right under your eyes. Not again. I build a system here, and you go shopping for patents to cobble together something to legally steal what is mine. If the bulbs are a battle, then nail them on the dynamos. Is all of that accurate? Everything in a movie is dramatized. Edison's genius was in marketing, as well as understanding the scientific method to approaching inventions. There is no question uh, he was prolific in his inventions many of which are still in use today, if you think about it. Uh, he, it's no wonder he may have grown impatient because he couldn't get these inventions out fast enough. Nevertheless, uh, we still owe him a debt of gratitude for everything that was developed and later on improved. Edison, a brilliant inventor and businessman, and successful in his time. 
as uh, very similar to uh, Steve Jobs as well as Bill Gates, who were brilliant in their time, and inventors as well, who dropped out of college and became real icons in their time. He's also portrayed as a bit of a scoundrel. He, in the movie, he exaggerates the danger involved with Westinghouse and the AC current, and, and, and he lies about it. Actually. Should I mention that his system's lethal? Or you reach out and touch a doorknob or a rail, and well, you become the circuit. Just to be clear on that point, will you die? His current kills people. Is that accurate? Well, in these days, we call it alternative facts or fake news. <laughs> Nothing has really changed over the years. Uh, he was concerned. He had a major investment and he was in danger of losing money, if not market share, with a superior product. Uh, he had, from his perspective, no choice, if he wished to continue, but to disparage his competition. Uh, and as he did so, it grew worse and worse over time. The newspapers picked up on it and exaggerated beyond that point. And what about the other characters here? Westinghouse is portrayed as sort of like this affable, almost like a salesman. He comes across as friendly in all the scenes, and but focused on business. George Westinghouse was a businessman first, but he also had made his money in uh, creating air brakes for trains. From that point forward, he had a major interest in, in the world of electricity and subsequently uh, created some of the electric companies that merged with Edison and are part of our company today. And Tesla. Tesla seems to have some mental health issues. Tesla was, among other things, fascinated with the number three. Really? Yes. In, uh, in fact, one of the things he developed was what we call the electric polyphase system. In our modern world, it's a three-phase system. We may actually owe the construction of our electrical grid to some of the characteristics that Tesla had. You can't see the real force that moves things, and it's not AC, DC, it's not currents, it's currency. This is costing us! In that scene, it, it, money is made to be almost the lead character in this, and you have these three other principles, Edison, Westinghouse, and Tesla, in New York City, in Lower Manhattan, which was the center of town in the 1890s, and what, what, is it just coincidence that it was there? Actually, as you mentioned, money was a large driver of um, the development of these new products. So without the funding of the bankers, such as J.P. Morgan, who you see in the film, they would not, been, they would not have been able to fund uh, an electric distribution system. It actually costs a great deal of money to um, install the, the copper cable as well as the equipment throughout um, the city. Reliability is critical. In fact, when the electrical grid was starting to be developed, one of the first places that were electrified was J.P. Morgan's offices. So Matt, here's this heated competition between the two sides. What, what was the outcome? Westinghouse was able to win the battle when he bid to light up the Chicago World's Exposition in 1893. Uh, basically, the entire fairgrounds were lit up with lighting that was supplied by AC power. Uh, everybody really loved it. Because it was a new thing. It was new. It was bright. Mm -hmm. it, it really was quite spectacular. 
many industrialists uh, at the time went to the fair and saw what was going on and, and saw that they could use this locally and business for Westinghouse went through the roof. This movie is about electricity and the electric grid and things that are your profession, your work every day. How do you feel about seeing it on the big screen? Are, are, you, are you pleased that the subject is there? I would say that we think of ourselves as the inheritors of the work that was done by those who came before us. In reality, it's only been about 120 years since electricity was invented. Uh, in those days, the technology has grown, but the functionality really hasn't changed. We can do things better and more efficiently, but we still use the same fundamental forces that were done in those times. We look to the past to understand what they did to make things better, as well as the mistakes they made. So it's always exciting to see um, your profession on the silver screen. Um, and particularly, the electric utility space is very, um, I guess it's very different from, it's very opaque to a lot of people. It's a big mystery to a lot of people. Mm. And so um, they, I felt that the film did a reasonably good job of uh, including snippets of facts, electrical facts that were true. And, and that's always nice because sometimes you'll see uh, a film portray something inaccurately. Let's come up to today. Is there a resurgence in DC? And how are things affected? How are things such as solar and wind and other renewables, how do they affect this AC-DC quandary? So, so interestingly enough, if um, you recall in the film, the DC system was limited in distance, right? And so that model would require generators every few blocks and would have forced sort of the microgrid scenario that we're actually looking towards today. So it's interesting how uh, the utility industry has evolved and um, you know the fact that the generators were costly, loud, uh, coal-fired, very um, you know environmentally terrible uh, versus today where we have now renewable options where you can have a, a solar array installed completely silent clean generation right nearby and so um, it's and and because and the solar generators DC in fact and so because we have equipment today that can convert AC to DC so easily uh, I think today's system really capitalizes on the benefits of both currents as well as, um, interestingly enough, takes us a little bit back towards what the, the DC dream may have been. That's our podcast for now. Thanks again to the producers of The Current War and special thanks to Con Edison engineers Jane Shin and Matthew Koenig. Plugged In can be found and followed on iTunes and SoundCloud, and listeners may follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thanks to all of you. I'm Philip O'Brien. Until next time.